Hey guys, welcome to Hope It Helps. My guests today have a combined experience of over 10 years working in the social media marketing industry. Music has always been a passion that they both share, and with the growth of the scene within the UAE, they were inspired to grow and create their own music festival. Their journey began three years ago, and from day one, the vision was to build a community and create a free-spirited playground where people could come together, truly be themselves, and share a unique experience. And as a result, Kainuna was born. During this episode, we discussed their journey of building Kainuna. They share with us the challenges they faced with creating a music festival from scratch and the lessons they learned along the way. And we'll talk about the importance of belief and dedication in order to achieve your dreams. I have been following them since the beginning and to see where they are now and what themselves and the rest of the team have accomplished in such a short time is inspiring and I could not be prouder. It started with a vision and an idea and today Kenyona has won numerous awards and has become one of the top rated music festivals within the UAE. And as they say, the key to success is to always have belief and to just keep on going. Please welcome to the show husband and wife team, and co-founders of Kainuna Music Festival, my good friends, Mr. Noah Akawi and Mrs. Talar Kazanjian. Hello, hello. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank thanks you. for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Really appreciate your time. So I wanted to start from the beginning. Now, Noah, me and you, years ago, we'd sit in the car and you'd always tell me, man, I just want to do a music festival. I just want to do it. And I'd say, yeah, bro, do it, do it. And you know how those are just those conversations that we have with like your friends and whatever. But then fast forward three years and you guys did it. Yes, we did. You yes, did. We did. 15 events, three years. 15? Yeah. 15? Yeah, shit. Yeah. I did the research. <laughs> <laughs> I went to check. I'm like, because I wasn't sure how many you guys have done by now. But I'm yeah. like, 15 events. I'm like, wow, that's a lot. And I've missed a lot as well. Yeah, we had <laughs> a good ride. You have missed a lot, by I, the way. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't here. That's not yeah. because. Yeah. From now on, you need to, you'll be around. <laughs> Every so. single one. Once this whole uh, life goes back to normal, then yes, please. Yeah, well, have you attended definitely. one since you came back from Amsterdam? Yes. Yeah, on uh, a few months ago in January. Mm -hmm. yep, yep. I made that one. Okay, I remember that now. one was actually a really good one that you came to. Yeah, no, it was mm. really that I had a lot the of the rest of the crew as well. A lot of fun. Yeah, everyone was there. Everyone yeah. was there. So I wanted to start and just go back to the beginning about where did the inspiration for Kainuna come from and like let's just walk through that whole journey together. Uh look, both I think both Talar and I and the team, the Kainuna team, have this uh you wanna say uh, if you wanna say entrepreneurial spirit. Mm. Yeah. So <clears throat> the idea of creating something from scratch and having your own your own baby let's say was a very appealing idea uh so that's one side of it the other side of why music festival i guess my inspiration came from groove on the grass okay uh at the time groove was they occupied a much bigger space than what they occupy today. Like, if you go to... The early well, days. Yeah, I mean, the most recent Groove on the Grass, uh, they had a virtual one, but that's irrelevant. Uh, you'd see, like, the, the space keeps getting smaller and smaller every time, and the people changed, everything changed. The, the entire setup changed. But anyway, at the time when, uh, like, when the inspiration came came to me it was uh, i i just liked the idea of 
free space and you can dance there you can play there you can uh they had uh, jumping castles they had you know food stands at the time it was kind of new to dubai or at least new to me i mean okay just to give the listeners some context like i was born and raised here in dubai i haven't seen many festivals outside i mean the most recent one was with you actually in amsterdam oh yeah 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 Yeah. good times but even awakenings like in terms of big festival i don't think it counts as one of the biggest because it's just two days three days Mm -hmm. yeah you have the the likes of burning man and whatnot and uh others that happen in germany and all around europe actually uh that are much much bigger scale but in general that's that's what i like i like the 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 vibe and the community spirit that it has and all of that and then so we wanted to take that idea but change it a bit and we had our own music agenda uh different to groove different to everything else that uh, is offered in dubai and uh along with the music came the 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 vibe i want to say the spirit mm-hmm. uh which is very hippie in nature but i believe that that environment that atmosphere brings out the the best out of people in in that given like in a in a music event i just feel like people are instantly more relaxed more comfortable more friendly because they can sense it from from everything around them yeah the vibe yeah mm. it's sorry to interrupt yeah, but it's literally like a free spirited playground just think of it that way and from the decor to the um, entertainment to the activities that we offer uh, to the music to the stage to literally everything the art hub which we introduced in this last season as well so as he said like we've been going to so many events our entire lives but the whole idea of like having a community um, bringing people together like there's literally a different kind of connection that we have at Kainuna. Yeah. And it's built by the loyal people that we see every single time and every single season. And also they're also attracting the new ones, the new people, the new joiners of the community. And you know, it's it's a bit surprising because it's a completely different crowd. We've never seen this crowd before. We mm. didn't know these people existed. Yeah. Mm. So like this this fan base that we had, we didn't know we weren't sure it existed. We just went with our concept and just went full on. Like the first event was like the production was huge for a first event for five yeah. people that have no idea what they're doing when it comes to events. Okay. Only one of actually we were seven at the time and only one of us had events background. Yeah. The others were just a mix. Like I, my day to day is social media same social media marketing like yeah. uh, you know someone else does something different it's the other uh, guy was in osn like he's in tv yeah i just everyone had different backgrounds uh and uh you could say that the 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 team member that had the events background you could say he was the project lead he is still the project lead in the sense where he manages everything just makes sure 
like he'll put a list together of what needs to be done and mm. he'll just go out and do it yeah yeah uh but you need him you know like yeah you, you need that person on yeah. the team yeah because you have the creative minds but then you also have the uh like business development minds yeah uh, you know the planners and everything everything so everything comes together yeah you need someone you need the creative guys to you know think of the ideas and the themes and like the vision for the event but you yeah. need that project leader that manager who's gonna mm. like all right guys this is what we need this is what we we're trying to do yeah mm. this is how we execute that yeah mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and he brings his expertise as noir said you know from mm. his previous events that he's done So yeah, he's it, worked it with the out. likes of Red Bull and yeah. Red Bull several times and other big brands. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, he he had some good experience. He still does. When uh, was the first time that y- he you told Talar about like the whole idea, or was that something that you guys were discussing for a long time? Actually, I remember. Funny enough, I actually remember the first time that we seriously discussed this. Um, so. You know, we've always been into this scene, this kind of music, going to events and stuff. And then one day he came up to me and he showed me a video of uh, Fusion Festival. Mm. So we sat there and for so long we just watched this video from Fusion Festival. And the entire time he was explaining like his vision and like why he wants to do this and everything. And obviously it resonated with me because 100% I want to be in on this as well, you know. Mm. So yeah, I distinctly remember that time actually yeah of the fusion festival video uh yeah fusion festival doesn't allow cameras inside but this guy basically yeah the entire thing yeah it's it looks a, amazing it's a really nice video i i tend to watch a lot of these videos um like music festivals and mm. whatnot also something else like it really i really wanted to do this as well Again, I'm going to go back to the time in Goa. Oh, yeah, Goa. Yeah, so Goa when we went for the music festival mm-hmm, um, yeah. and everything. So that was a three-day festival. And to be honest, like me personally, although I didn't enjoy every kind of music that was there, you know, uh, like the EDM and at EDM stage, which was the main EDM. stage, you know. And then there was like a small stage in the corner for, you know, like Deep House. Deep uh, House. Yeah, that's sort Jamie of Jamie Jones on that. Yeah, it Jamie was Jones Jamie Jones and Damien Lazarus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember we snuck to that stage for yeah. a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like these three days were an amazing experience for me, to be honest. I, I just loved everything about it, mm. you know. Um, and of course it helps that we were like what 10 people yeah, so we 10 <laughs> friends yeah, like yeah. that also helps a lot it's it's basically a community and that's basically what Kainuna is yeah. offering as well mm. you know so these groups of people are who you know we need to connect with yeah yeah basically wanted other people to experience the same thing we experienced yeah. sure. or at, as much as possible yeah yeah, yeah. No, that ma- no that makes that makes sense and I was gonna say that Actually, we got a lot of tourists recently in the most recent uh, Kainunas. Yeah. Um, many tourists actually planned their visit to Dubai around Kainuna. No way. There was a few guys, yes. that were, like a group that we met. They came from L.A. Yeah. Yep. They actually <coughs> came from they L.A. They came from L.A. and made sure that when they visit Dubai, there would be a Kainuna yep. within their trip. That's so, insane. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And apart from that, we get a lot of people from, you know, the Gulf region. Yeah. So Qatar. from Saudi, they come. Qatar, from Bahrain, <laughs> they come. Um, yeah. Oman. Uh, from Oman, they come. Yeah. Uh, Kuwait. Like, literally, they all come from the Gulf region. 
And we get a lot of these messages on, on our Instagram page yeah. anyway, you know, yeah. asking for more details because they're coming from outside. They want it to be more planned. Wow. Mm. And some people actually send us messages saying that when's the next Kainuna? Because I want to plan my flight from now. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I had no idea that yeah. it's like one thing what I loved about or what I love about Kainuna um, is that it's so different, mm. especially here. Like it's a very unique thing. And, you know, for me, I was at dinner with uh, with a friend of mine once mm-hmm. and this is, we went to some girl and we're just talking and she's like, oh, like, what do you like to do in Dubai? Like, oh, we go here, we go there. And then she mentioned, she's like, oh my God, like one of my favorite things to do in Dubai is go to Kainuna. And I was like, woo! <laughs> like sick, sick, sick. It's awesome. Yeah. Actually, there's this random Instagram account uh, we came across. What was it called? Um, so it's a very interesting account. Uh, so they take into consideration like different kinds of events in Dubai or different kinds of things or different kinds of identities in Dubai, actually. It's yeah. called it's called Starter Packs of DXB. So from the name, you can tell. So okay, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they just post an image that has a bunch of logos of whatever it may be. That like, identifies that yeah, person. That uh, Yeah, it's like what you need to, to live in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, what do you need to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like Kainuna was on there, so it was a very nice thing to see like... There was another similar account, mm-hmm. very similar concept, where, again, Kainuna was mentioned. Uh, so these, like, there's there's a fan base and an eager fan base. And, uh, yeah, I'm very, like, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that's something that keeps us going, yeah. you know, us and the entire team as well, yep. definitely, yeah. you know. And we're a very close team, actually. And, uh, you know, we're family like yeah. literally family. Yep. Um, so yeah, like it's really good. It's, it's a good and the one. community aspect of our audience is is what makes Kainuna even bigger. So they form, they have their own communities, and like it just keeps extending from one group to another, and they keep kind of yeah. I want to say recruiting more mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. within their communities, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that's just adding more to Kainuna, you know. And uh, the more, the better we serve them, the more likely they'll come again and again yeah. and again and recommend to their friends and so on and so forth. Uh, so we we really owe it to them to to keep this going. Yeah, no, yeah. no, that's yeah. very true. Uh, yeah, I mean, our audience is you know a certain type of identity, and for example, that's why we also introduced the art hub for mm. um, the latest season because we wanted you know all the creators um even if you're just an admirer of uh, mm. of art of any kind of art you know we just want everyone to come to indulge and indulge and not just indulge but like we're create. giving people the platform yeah. to create and to express you yeah. know yeah. and anyone can come and see it you know um yeah. anyone can have a booth there yeah literally yeah. so long as you have a service to offer yes. Come on, come on You're down. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. welcome. And you we can even had a uh, podcast channel with Pita's podcast channel. Yes. Yeah, uh, I so remember. Had, I, I saw there some episodes. There. Right? Yes. She had some interviews with a few people. She did like a Kainuna series. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we have uh, communities like uh, you know Tawahadna, for example, which is an Emirati. Uh, they support Emirati women artists. Um, so that was also an amazing experience. Uh, so yeah, literally uh, anyone who creates, anyone who admires, everyone's welcome. Yeah, mm. that that's just how we accept it at, at Kainuna. Yeah, you know? 
I'm going to come back to this point uh, later on because yeah. I think it's really interesting, the whole art, making it like more of an, like it's a music, art and culture festival. That's how you guys exactly. describe it. Essentially, yeah. That's right. exactly yeah. how it is. Yeah. So I'm going to come back to that in a sec. But I wanted to come back to you guys. Um, so you, you had the idea. You guys talked about it. You're like, okay, this is something we want to do. How did you go about, I know the team is like all family, but how did you go about starting to like assemble the team? Was it just about who was interested or was it like you're okay. looking for certain people to be able to do certain things for the event? How we, okay, so how we got the, how we built the team essentially. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it starts me and Talar, obviously. And uh, Rawad, my brother, who is also a strict entrepreneur, yeah <laughs> as in literally uh, that's all he does he he, he, he starts a, yeah this. he thrives on that he starts a business runs it for a couple of years sells it starts another business so on this is just his lifestyle he's been doing this for i don't know how, god knows how long uh so that's the third and then two of his friends who are also our friends more so his friends because like they knew each other from university i had just met these guys maybe a year before so uh and they're both very much into the scene let's say the, the from a musical si- uh, perspective and uh <clears throat> also my other brother adam who was eager to you know start his own thing and lastly the uh the the events uh the guy that we were talking about the, that lead, had the, the event project back, the project lead yeah mm. and yeah so my brother's uh now wife also she she was interested she was very interested because she wanted to take charge of the uh decor side of things and uh she she's been doing a, v- a very good job at that uh lastly yeah so i remember the day that we recruited the guy with the ev- the project lead it was at a food festival i yeah, can't remember yeah, we which were at one a food festival and uh, my brother Rawad, it's his friend Okay. That was the first time I met him as well. Ever. Really? Yeah, I've never okay. met him before. No, I I had met him before. It was my first. Briefly. Uh, and yeah, I remember the day that uh, we were... Okay, so we were at the food festival and Rawat tells me, okay, I'm going to speak to him now. I'm going to basically pitch it to him. And let's see what happens. And he did. And we're just sitting there. And he was very skeptical in the beginning. And... Uh, for some reason, he he believed in the project, and uh, yeah, we just sat together and we needed him. There was no way we could start this project without him. So he put together a to do list of what needs to be done, and uh, okay, so we divided the work. We got costs or estimates for everything that's required, and then. The final, you know, the final step is the investment. So personal investment uh, from each of us to make this happen. Funny thing is we were actually on vacation (laughs) and we were in Rome, I think. Okay. When the investment was happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I literally remember in our Airbnb, I'm just sitting and he's like, oh, Talar, by the way, the investment needs to happen now. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Make I'm on transfer. vacation, but let me do this transfer now. <laughs> Literally, that's what happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from there, it was just, uh, we were winging it, man. 
Yeah. We were winging it. We just believed in the project and we uh, worked together as a team. And We just kept going. That's that's the best part for yeah. me, you know? Um, like the number of attendees and all these things. Like we didn't let these things bother us. You know what I mean? Oh, they bothered us. No. <laughs> They bothered us, yeah, but, but we, we just wanted to keep going and going and giving more and more, you know, yep. like nothing stopped our motivation for anything, you know. Yeah. And there was a time where I think in the first season mm. uh, where we had to change our location, basically. Yeah. Um, so it that's when we saw like a drop. Uh, like an, uh, It wasn't uh, the drop. Actually, what happened was, OK, so the first event was outdoors in Jumeirah Creekside yes. Hotel, the, the regular location that we always do our events in. Uh, attendance wasn't great, but it was pretty good for a I first mean, event. I mean, for a first event, yeah, it was right, pretty yeah. good. I was yeah, happy yeah, with yeah. it. Uh, the next event had to be indoors because of the weather. And we we debated. Mm, it was We're summer. like, okay, we started late in the season. We Our first event was in April. April. So we had two choices, either to stay silent the entire summer and come back again in November, outdoor, or we do a few indoor events. Yeah. Now, given that we had just started and no one knows our name, if we stay silent for too long, that's that's not going to do exactly. us any good. We need to keep going, build a brand so that, you know, by the time we go outdoors, we, we're well known. Yeah, let people hear our name over mm -hmm. and over. The second event, we had an increase in the attendees. Yes. Like uh, by 150 people, that's not little. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's mm -hmm. a good amount. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was an excellent event. We, you know, that, that just motivated us some more. But yes. then from there on, I think. The next two events after that. We had how many events after that in Tribeca? I think three. We had two more. Two Total more? Total is three. Total three. Yeah. So the first one in Tribeca was very successful, as yeah. I said. The second two, it just kept dropping and dropping and not dropping by like, you know, 50 people, like 200 people, like yeah. 300 people less. And it's uh, that that's where the numbers bothered us. That's yes. where the like where you're scared, like, OK, do I keep going? What am I doing mm -hmm. wrong? And uh, if we go outdoors, we're going to need to pay so much because so the the production required for a small space is limited but then once you go outdoors and you have to build everything from scratch the cost is just going to keep going and up and other than that it was summer summer in dubai so yeah. going outdoors first of all is really a crazy idea it's Impossible. nothing that should yeah, be it's done. Not gonna happen. Yeah, second yeah. of all if you do go outdoors we were thinking of you know like tents with acs and everything but that's too much cost in terms of production and we just started Yep. Uh, and again, like it's not like we're booking the likes of Martin Garrix and uh, yeah. Armin Van Buren or or even Jamie Jones or, you know, like the type of names we're booking. You need to you need to be invested in the music scene for you to actually know who, who, who these are. people right. are. Yeah, yeah. So we we were dependent on the on the loyal fans. To just basically tell their friends, yo, trust me, music is good, just come. So we were very much dependent on that. And uh, it worked. At the same time, by the way, Playa Nomad was active. Yeah. And Playa Nomad was booking names that we were, you know, looking into. 
And that kind of helped us because Playa Nomad would get would get customers anyway. Well, it doesn't matter who they were booking. Yeah. And they were booking the likes of like Oceanus Orientalis and so on. People that we, we really wanted yeah. that weren't that popular, but known enough, I think. In that range. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they kept going and going, which helped us at the end of the day. They were competition, but they helped us grow the scene. Yeah. The grow the fan base because someone would hear the music there and go like, yo, that was sick. And then they'd see that Kainuna booked the same the artist same artists, or a similar yeah. artist. That's the thing. Like you need to get inspired by everyone and everything, mm. you know, um, no matter who they are, no matter what they're doing, um, you just need to find inspiration in everything. And that's literally what we did. You know, um, we, we look at everyone as, you know, everyone as family. We look at everyone, you know, uh, good yeah you know like how can we learn from these guys yeah exactly you need to keep learning and you know you need to work with one another coming uh so many things you guys talked about is what i'm also like been feeling over these last few months like with the podcast mm-hmm. like mm. okay the good thing about my thing is that i didn't have to make an investment like you guys did number one mm-hmm. so for me i'm like okay is the investment worth this but the same thing you guys are talking about about like the first year when you saw like things drop yeah. like when i if i release an episode and like mm. some listeners are here some are there mm-hmm. and i'm starting to think like oh man like what am i doing <laughs> like i start getting those doubts as yeah, well yeah. so like, i completely resonate but i think when you're starting anything mm-hmm. you, those feelings are perfectly natural of and course. that's why what you said about just you know staying motivated yeah. don't look at the numbers yeah. um and just like keep going you and eventually going. it will like you know yeah. tip there'll be like a tipping point for that you just keep going because at some point you're going to realize what it was, what was missing, you know? Exactly. Uh, if it's not now, you'll realize it in a bit or later or even later on today, you know? Yeah. Like it would just come to you and then that would be the thing. For us, the thing was, I think, going back outdoor that's to it. that same venue. That's It's as simple as that. Creating that home for mm-hmm. you yeah. guys. Like this is Kainuna, this is where yeah. it is, this is what everyone relates yeah. to. Yeah, mm-hmm. so after the three events in Tribeca... After that, we went back to Jamera Creekside, the Secret Garden, which is the venue name. Mm-hmm. And again, we started seeing the increase of numbers. And until now, we're seeing the increase in numbers. Yeah, yeah. but we also booked uh, Shkun for that. Oh, yeah. Shkun's sick. They were oh, yeah. sick. So yeah, they, they, they were great. Uh, Shkun is like the underground artist that has enough of a fan base. Or at Now, today, they're no longer un- underground. Uh, at least within the Middle East. Uh, not so much in Europe. I don't think anyone... Re- not. I don't want to say anyone, but they're not cared for as much as in the Middle East. Mm. Different and tastes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's exactly when we wanted to jump into it. So we were the first ones who booked Shkun uh, here in, in the region. And yeah. after that, things just kept booming and booming. Yeah. For yeah. them and for us and for every other booker. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. That first event that you guys did, uh, I remember that event well because that's the one I attended and then I traveled. So that was only like, that was the first Kenyan mm-hmm. like I went to. So And yeah. then when I came back uh, all these years later and I got to see another one, I'm like, man, from yeah. that day to here, <laughs> holy shit, there's been some progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, production, whatever. And for me, man, the coolest thing is like, you have no idea. Like, I'm so proud of you guys because, like, people be like, oh, yeah, I went to Kainuna. I'm like, you know Thank who made Kainuna? <laughs> My best friends. Yeah, damn right. Damn Aww. right. Like, to, to do it, to say I want to do it is one thing. To execute it 
And to be still going three years later and to be uh, growing a fan yeah. base and everything is fuck is awesome. Like, yeah. well done, guys. Honestly. Thank, Thank you. Really, yeah. really well done. Thank you. So you guys have done 15 events in the last three years. And mm. I was like, wow, I couldn't believe it's been that many. Mm. Which one for you guys was, I guess, either your, your favorite or was there a specific event that everything kind of started mm. like to kickstart and like, you know, everything started like really growing from, from, that, mm-hmm. from that perspective? Season three, season three, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the the first event of season three, which was what 2019 or was it end of 2018? I think yeah, December. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. November 2018 with Armin Miran, Patrick Hatch, yes. Sarkis Mikhail. Yes. So yeah, season three, as he said, definitely is like the top top for yeah. me. Um, but to be honest, there's a few events that I actually really loved in season one as well. So like the, um, what was the, what was it called? Uh, like the circle festival. The circle um, was, that the, was amazing. the closing of season one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, and then a few amazing Soul ones in Brothers, season two, yeah. like the art of chilling. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I think I love all of it yeah. to be honest <laughs> like I can't choose you know yeah, because either way hard. I have so much fun myself yeah. um, you know not just when you're planning it but when you're actually there I actually have a blast yeah you, yeah you know I just forget everything I forget how tired I am I forget uh, yeah, everything yeah, you're, you know? you're usually dead yeah you're usually done <laughs> but then it just but doesn't yeah, cross my mind you know because we're seeing a lot of people we're meeting mm. so many people um, we're even drinking like we're having a few drinks obviously yeah. we're not getting drunk but so no, yeah. like you're having, having a good time a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 eventually we're chilling at some know? point in the event there is literally nothing you can do except for just let things flow we dance yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, like Nawar and I, sorry, yeah. Nawar and I always like exactly in front of the stage, you know, just dancing. Yeah. This is like towards the end of the night. Like it's it's such a good feeling to be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. yeah. It must be so, s- like, so satisfying to like look around and be like, besides like enjoying yes. the music and like, yeah. you know, just as if you're at another festival, but look around and be like, yo, we mm. did this. Yeah. Like we made this. We made all these people here happy. All these people yeah. here have a good time. That's the thing. When I see feeling. when I see people, and when I see the reaction on people's faces, I think that's what keeps me going. Yep. Mm. You know, I I just love seeing people smiling and dancing, and you know, everyone at Kainuna dances so freely. Like literally, yeah. you can do anything. You yeah. know, uh, you can be whoever you want. You can express in whatever way you want. So that's what I love when yeah. I see that in people. You do see the weirdest outfits in the world. Oh, I saw some weird ones last time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking around and I was like, well, I need to find the war and ask him like, is this guy part of like Kainuna? Is he, he like did a ask, thing? By the way. Yeah, he I I did. Come oh, out he like just this, this guy <laughs> just came was like yo mask glitter yes no shirt let's I go i remember you did come <laughs> to us by the way during the event and you did ask us that question i remember yep. clearly right now is he a performer or something <laughs> nope yeah. no so he's just, just a guest just a guy, just a guy. <laughs> but that's, but that's, the, that's the best thing though you know yeah. like you can know that you can come here without being judged uh, you can yeah. do whatever you want you can be yeah. whoever you want that's no that's best. true and that's one i think that's one very I think that's if besides the music, which is very different to anything that we have in yeah. the region in here, that mm. that specific aspect is like, yeah. dude, just come, be yourself mm. in whatever way you want to be yourself, and just mm. have a good time. 
and yep. that's it. It makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, you mentioned earlier that you last year you added like the art hub, and I thought I was starting when I was doing like thinking of questions and stuff. I realized I'm like, Kainun is not just the music. Like we come for the music usually, but there's like a whole day that yes. the Kainun is. You know, there's the yoga, there's meditation, there's like art. So what was I guess the thinking behind adding all of that into the event, and how has that you know helped the event or changed things? I would say it has helped the event in a sense where um, obviously you're attracting a new crowd to come in. But at the same time, we we want to be a festival, as you said earlier, that's all about art, culture and music. Mm. So introducing the Art Hub was probably the best way to start combining all these three. You know, and you don't really see that around here. You don't see the, you know, the the marriage between these three, let's yeah. say. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So literally, that's where the idea stemmed from, you know. Mm. And it just made so much sense because, for example, in the beginning, um, I was the one who was approaching people, uh, you know, asking them if they're interested to show their art. Uh, you know, it could be even an exhibition of their paintings or, you know, a service that they're offering. We have, you know, different kinds of workshops. Apart from yoga and meditation, there's so many creative people around here who don't have the platform, the easy platform, let's say, to to show all that. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I was approaching people and, you know, they were very happy to do so. Um, and then towards the end, I was getting stuff on my emails, for example, from people approaching us and really interested to, you know, have their own uh, booth. So these booths are basically areas that we build as well for the artists. Um, so literally, it's like an easy platform to just perform and to express anything. Yeah, yeah like one main driver is that we wanted people to see something different in Kainuna every single time. Yes. Mm. So if you came to the last one, this one's going to be different. And obviously the the stage will remain, mm-hmm. you know, the big things remain, but like new stuff are added every time to first of all to make it not redundant and uh to to just provide more entertainment, more more options, yeah, more variety. Yeah, so to add on yeah. to what Noir said, um, we have different themes for each event. Yeah. And we try to follow these themes and portray it in terms of decor, in terms of entertainment, and in terms of art hub and activities that we offer. So Main that's one how is marketing, though. Yes, and marketing as well, marketing materials. So everything we try to do is to cater to the theme of the specific event. That's why when you yeah. come, you'll see different colors every time. You'll mm. see different uh, performers every time. You'll see different uh, activities every single time. Yeah. So I think that's something else that uh, you know people are interested in because they will see something new every mm. single time. And you're building off the main pillars, uh, art, culture. Yes. And, and music. And music. Yeah, yeah. So um, perfect that you guys mentioned the themes because that's something I wanted to ask about as yeah. well. Um, first of all, it must be pretty difficult to continuously, you know, make an event so different every time or as different, you know, as possible. Exhausting. Yeah, yeah. I, can, <laughs> I can see it on your faces. Like, I know, I can imagine. Like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, how? Like, it must it's, be such a lot of work. It's uh, Rawad's domain, I must say, in terms of themes. Yeah. Uh, so he's the creative mind when it comes to the theme like he'll at least bare minimum is he'll come up with the main concept and then we sit together and dissect it yeah. uh, 
And uh, I mean, the first season was very straightforward in terms of the theme. So we follow the seven chakras and what each chakra represents. 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 Mm. And we try to build on that chakra and, you know, try to reflect it in the event in one way or another. It's it's uh, easier said than done. Yeah, I can imagine. And uh, <laughs> like there was this one event uh, I distinctly remember uh, to what he said with the chakras and everything. So it was the closing of the season, and what we wanted to do is to bring all the chakras together um, in one event. Yeah. So we mm. had different Fuck corners. <laughs> so we had different corners of how you can activate a certain chakra. And yeah, every okay. corner had its color. Every corner had its own activities to uh, to activate that certain chakra. Yeah. So it basically brought the entire idea together. Yeah. yeah. That that was the first season. Then the yeah. second season. Okay. So apparently, I, I'm not really familiar with this too much. If Rawad was here, he he explain it better. But apparently, the chakras extend more than these seven. So there's the bodily. Chakras, the and chakras, then it and goes to different dimensions. Different dimensions. So the second okay. season was the continuation of you know reaching that different dimension. Yes, yeah. nice. Yeah. And these are all abstract ideas, right? Then, but we wanted to. Uh, oh yeah, I remember actually. So the second season is where our names, the names of the events, started becoming a bit more straightforward. So. For example, one of them was called, in the first season, one of them was called... Uh, the Art of Chilling. No, 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 in the first season, like Cosmic oh, first Conscious. first season, okay. For example. Mad Honey, Cosmic Conscious. Uh, Abstract, yeah. right? The second season, we want it to be a bit more straightforward. So we'd call it something very, like, simple terms, Art of Chilling. Uh, what else was there? Um, uh, I'd need to dig more into it but <laughs> you guys done a lot of events it's okay yeah, 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 yeah. it's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's okay yeah that's one good example and then the third season is when we moved into what were the names of the the events I mean, there's been a lot of events so guys much, like, yeah. <laughs> also keep in mind even our logo for example we have our specific logo but it also in terms of colors it changes from one theme to the other have you noticed that now that you say it, yeah, it like it's like a light bulb in my head. I'm like, that's yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <coughs> I haven't yeah. personally paid attention, but that's my fault, not yeah. yours. Yeah, and even those uh, the the logo colors are representing the different kinds of chakras, as Noir mentioned. Ah, yeah. okay, interesting. It's the same logo, just we change colors and you know to cater to yep. the theme. Okay, so yeah, in the second season we had the likes of like the art of chilling, and then the second one was called Ceremonize. Uh, that was an amazing one. Actually. That was in collaboration with three other. I don't want to say uh, three other events in in Dubai, the uh, plus minus deep like and solace. Solace w was just starting up at the time. Deep like has been around for a while. Plus minus has been around for a yeah. while. Uh, that's why it's called ceremonize. It's Bring a ceremony, them together. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, a good one. Yeah. And uh, then in the third season. We moved into, we continued with the, you know, simple terms because I, we felt like, you know, if you go a bit too abstract, it's just not, it's not relatable to the average person. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't know what to make of it. Mm -hmm. 
how do uh, I resonate with yeah, that, yeah, that exactly. name or that yeah, yeah. feeling that so yeah. make it more personal more direct mm-hmm. yeah we had like arms wide open it's very clear what the message is here uh, we had uh, then we had a, a it's not an all female lineup but we wanted to focus on feminine energy so we had a uh, I woman I woman that was a great name yeah by the Mm -hmm. way fantastic name for an event this was actually one of my favorites if going back to your previous question it was one of my favorites um because even the activities that we did everything was to you know find your feminine energy Mm. so you know even we had like an opening ceremony where it activates you know your feminine energy and literally everyone can participate in this you know it's not just uh, you need you don't need to be a woman um, to participate in yeah. this kind of activities, so I liked what it promoted to everyone, to males everyone, yeah. and females. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we wanted an all-female lineup; it just wasn't feasible. Yeah, not I, enough. Yeah. Like I handled the bookings, the the artist bookings. Uh, I just couldn't. There was there wasn't enough time and not enough artists available on that mm-hmm. date. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to match where you guys are trying, like, yeah, the, like the theme exactly. or, like, or Kainuna's yeah. music exactly. profile, or whatever. Yeah, and budget as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, I could have gone for the likes of like Blondish mm-hmm. or, but these guys like they're really expensive. After you know, other places in Dubai booked them several times and basically spoiled them with the rates. Uh, it's very hard to get these guys. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Here it's pretty, uh, that's how you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an event company, that's how you like s- separate yourself. Yeah. Like, we will be the ones who pay you the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I mean, it worked out for us. Uh, we still have art, like a pool of artists that we, we were after. And uh, it's been working out for us. And we'll probably continue to do the same thing. Yeah. And you know what? Now with coronavirus and all, no one's getting bookings anywhere. So I would imagine prices to drop significantly. Coming forward, the next yeah, like, yeah, yeah. end of year, that yeah. kind of stuff. At least, at least for for you know, the first six months to one year of when things start picking up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like even okay, even the guys that used to pay them big rates, mm-hmm. they. They haven't had business for the past three, four months. They've lost a shit ton. They probably can't sustain paying these rates. Not today. They'll probably say, no, hey, okay, fine. We'll pay you a discounted rate today. And then, you know, next year when I book you again, I'll go back to the rate that I was at before. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, I guess we could take advantage of this period, but I don't know when events will run again in Dubai. Um, Yeah. The thing is, like, it's such a difficult time bec- for people who are actually in this industry. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So us as Kainuna, for example, and the entire team, um, even for the artists, like, it's just such a hard time because a lot of countries, for example, are putting a ban on big events until, like, October or end of uh, 2021. Uh, yeah. You know, like the U.S., for example. No festivals, no events, no big events until 2021. So obviously that concerns us as well in terms of what we do because we obviously want to continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the question is, how do you continue? Do you go down the virtual route? Mm. Do you... 
Do you uh, sit out and just wait? Just, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> sit out and wait. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. You I don't mean, know. I'm. we're just observing at the moment. Yeah. Gathering as much information as possible. And uh, I mean, the world is very unpredict- unpredictable today. So uh, I guess we just have the best thing to do is to wait. Yeah. Yeah. We still don't like, not just in your industry and yeah, any, yeah. anything like with yeah. right now is time to just mm-hmm. sit back, mm. relax, you know, try to, you know, just keep going until, you know, things pick back up. But if you see an opportunity in mm. these next, you know, few months or whatever that a virtual thing might work, it could be a fun thing to just try out because also from a cost perspective, you just need to get the artists. There's no like flight tickets. There's no this. There's no like big event. There's no big production. So yeah, yeah. what's the purpose though? Like you said, remember you said in that first season that you guys had those extra indoor events to keep, you know, that name. Okay, yeah, you yeah. Ne- we might not necessarily need to do that now, but mm. might help. Yeah, keep, if it, you know, can you know, like, you know, this is lockdown. We're just still here for you guys, you mm. know, enjoy the kind of music that you all like love. We have a nice surprise coming up. Uh, oh, okay. It's like an after movie. Oh, sick. Yeah. No way. Awesome. Like an, yeah. how long? I think 35 minutes long. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, It's a very simple video, but I love it. It's simple, I but love it. it's beautiful because you see everything from the beginning till the end. Yeah. And it's very natural. And yes. It's, just, it's nice. It's like the type of thing you'd play on your you know, TV or, or on your computer and you'd just sit back and do whatever. Like yeah. you'd have a drink, you'd, you're doing something else every now and then. It's good music. Every now and then you'd watch. Yeah, you can check it exactly, out. Exactly, yeah, because it has like a 35 minutes of like good music as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. it's definitely something you put in the background. And and of course, uh, going back to, you know, all the loyal Kainuna yeah. uh, people who we have. It's like a gift to um, them, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like seeing themselves in it. It's 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 emotional, but at the same time, it's something that's playful, you know, yeah. something that uh, reminds people of who... That we good are time. and yeah, reminds yeah, yeah. people of who they were when they were at Kainuna. Yeah, mm. you know the the free spirited uh, value of it. Let's yeah, say. yeah, yeah. I think that's a great idea. I mm. I didn't know about it. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> <on> the <laughs> Hope It Helps podcast. Just so you guys know, I got all the inside track. <laughs> Looking back over the last few years, what would you say has been the biggest? in your opinions, the biggest highlight and what was the biggest like low that you guys probably had? Mm, good question. Biggest highlight. Kainuna wise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even, biggest per- even, highlight or even personally. Like, yeah, but... Uh, okay, you guys just got married, but like, it's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different story. <laughs> uh, biggest highlight Kainuna wise for me, um, it was... Not the last event, the second last event, the one Talar was talking about, I Woman. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had Shkun again. <laughs> and uh, That was amazing, though. They have a very, like, their most famous song is called Lala. And the crowd was just, like, mm-hmm. the entire crowd was singing along. It was a beautiful moment beautiful moment i've never seen that yeah. sing-along thing happen yeah, yeah, at yeah. kainuna before and i got s- goosebumps when i saw I'm, s- i'm getting goosebumps now people. literally yeah. like i'm getting goosebumps now because i've never seen that and we have like a video recording of that moment yeah, yeah of yeah. literally just it's like as if it's a big concert you know yeah. as if uh, i don't know people went to see queen or you know something yep. like and people are singing along that's never happened before yeah, yeah. so i think that was definitely my 
highlight for can you know why it's like for sure all time yeah 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 all time uh that's it i don't want to talk about anything negative like <laughs> i'll tell you about the highlights but that's fine yeah yeah that's fine what about you Tilar? what was the biggest highlight hmm well that definitely was one of the biggest highlights because now i'm i just keep thinking about the video that we have yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and you know i literally watched it like a thousand times probably and i would still watch it um another highlight honestly to me every single event has its own highlight like mm. for example this certain event would have the highlights of oh my god the decor and this specific event was something else or in the other one in the other event would be you know the the entertainment that we're booking for example or the stuff that we do on the you know s- uh, the stage next to the stage uh, we always have those different kinds of activities like i think there's a highlight in every single event yeah. that's different than the other what would you say the biggest lessons i guess you guys have learned through this whole like experience so many yeah lessons. i can imagine i yeah. can imagine there's been a lot like a lot like the wh- what i'm thinking about is what's the biggest lesson you learned because let's say now i'm random guy i'm like hey guys i would like to start a music festival right what should i do <laughs> uh we can definitely take you through the step-by-step process <clears throat> uh like there's le- the legal side of things that you'd need to be aware of yes obviously it varies from country to country but you need to know the playground where you are okay there's a limit to everything that's for sure there are restrictions certain permits certain licenses things like that that you need to get and this by the way we learn every time like from event to event there's Mm -hmm. something new so literally there's a learning curve in every single one of them they even update their terms yeah exactly so you have to adapt adapt yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. um so yeah that's one thing um in terms of other lessons like even people management you know Mm. um for example for the bookings from noir's side or Mm. like the art hub and activities and stuff from my side or everything else, you know, from the other departments, like marketing as well. Um, we we need to adapt every yeah. single event because things around us keep changing. I think... The environment keeps changing and people change with the environment, you know? Uh, people management is one of the biggest ones, actually. Yeah. The biggest ones. Yeah, because, like, my objective... Okay, so my side of things is I need to handle everything to do with the artists. So yeah, from from you know catering to their every need in terms of what they need in the hotel and whatnot to the audio side of things what they need in terms of gear and making sure all that's done uh but my main objective is i just need to make sure that this guy or girl is happy yeah if she or he is in a good mood then we're good to go that's it just maintain that, that always yeah, put yeah. people in a good mood yeah, yeah. you know um, because at the end of the day they're the ones who are making Kainuna what it is yeah. you know we're booking these people not just the artists but everything else mm. you know we're booking everything the so vendors all the of vendors, them just making sure they're happy everyone needs to be whatever happy whatever way that's and honestly, that's kind of my favorite mm. part because I love dealing with people and mm. you know it's something that I enjoy um I would say I'm friendly, you know, at the same time, but I there's work to do for sure. So we kind of build like this relationship uh, with everyone, uh, mm. like personal, emotional, but at the same time, everyone knows that, you know, everyone needs to be happy yeah. with yeah. everything. 
So that that energy is transferred everywhere. Like if if it's all artists are happy, somehow. vendors are happy, performers are happy, customers are happy, then you have a fantastic event. Yeah, and, and honestly, we're know. always happy all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, like um, we we've never faced an issue uh, when it comes to this. At the same time, there's a lot of work to be done, as she was saying. So, yeah, there's you know the smiley positive side of things but then there is also the 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 work behind it and sometimes the work is like silly stuff like uh, yeah. i need to go grab this thing take it here grab that like handiwork yeah 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 uh but that's what needs to be done yeah yeah it's kind of like hosting a gathering in your house yeah yeah, yeah. it's essentially the same thing but on a bigger scale yeah Yeah, that's actually a great, yeah. great analogy to look at it. To, you just need to, to, to keep, yeah. You yeah. just yeah. need to maintain the good relationship, um, yeah. and I think that's all you need. Like, you just need to be positive. You need to be just, a, you know, generally good person. So, mm. yeah, uh, then everyone just gets connected all of a sudden. Yeah, you know? like you said, like you both mentioned, how it's not just about you know the crowd, you know that energy or that happiness is from the artists to the vendors to you know to the whole yeah. thing. That's what makes it so special. And there's that famous what's that? I don't know who said it, but that quote. People don't remember like what happened, but they remember how you made them feel. Mm. So if you made no matter what ha- happened at that moment, if you made me feel happy, that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna remember. Mm-hmm. And Kainuna, I think, does a fantastic job of making people feel happy and remembering like yo that time that mm. day was awesome like me and mm. my friends like it was really really good yeah. um in 2000 i think it was 2018 you guys won the most original best original night out was it 2018 right uh 17 there were two years actually Se- 17 no 18 18 yeah because yeah, 19 18. you were also yeah, yeah. uh shortlisted but i wasn't sure if you guys won it Uh, we won both. So we, uh, yes, yeah. oh, oh, so it was years. two yeah. years, uh, consecutive years. Mm. Uh, the timeout. Uh, timeout. Yeah, yeah, Awards. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we were also nominated for this year as well. But obviously things got cancelled. I was so sad about that. Yeah. But what to do? Um, but yeah, it was so close to it though. Like right. So close. Like one week, one week before the uh, like award ceremony. Yeah. Oh really? Is when the uh, I don't want to say lockdown, but when coronavirus really became like, like a, a big issue, yeah, yes. big issue. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they decided to take different kinds of measures, but literally yeah. it was like a week or two before that, and I was so What upset because that would have been you know three years in a row. So yeah, yeah. that's definitely an achievement. Uh, yeah, they'll probably still host it, but maybe later. later. On. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's an that's a fantastic accomplishment because yeah, that is like. Because especially in Dubai, when there's mm-hmm. like new events, new club, new this, like every month, every new week, pub, you can find new bar, new night, new exactly. Everything. So to win not just one year, I didn't know you guys won both years as well. Mm. To win two years in a row, mm. that's, that's, Actually, that says a lot. Yeah, that I, really does. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but fucking <laughs> brag. <laughs> you guys did. You, you guys did the, this, the, man. The, okay, so the first one, the first award was most original night out. And uh-huh, yeah. we were up against uh, random things like uh, like a specific night at a bar, not even an event. It's like, you know how they host different nights and different themes and whatnot and like ladies night. Yeah, and, so original, uh, literally. Yeah. We were in that category and we were shortlisted. Uh, we won there, uh, highly commended. So the 
it's not second. So there's the first prize, which is the the grand prize, and then the two others Are get to commended. win. Highly commended. Okay. So we got the highly commended, most original. Yeah. Out. And then the next year we were up against the likes of jazz festival, Soho, Soho, Groove on the Grass, Red for Fest, best festival. Oh, like big, big names, big boys, big yeah. players, yeah, yeah. big boys. Yeah, yeah. Like jazz fest is hosted by Emirates. Like, yeah, it's huge. No. Yeah, yeah. It's huge, and they always bring huge artists. Yeah, yeah. So it literally changed in a year. You yeah, know, yeah. our category changed in literally one year. So. We were suddenly playing with the big boys. Mm. Yeah. And we won that as well. And then this year, where we Again. were in the same category, but I mean, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Let's see how. You, has that brought, like, that success is amazing and it's mm. fantastic. But now, do you guys feel a little bit like, is there more pressure now? Yeah. There's more 100%. pressure now. Like, like, yo, we won three years, year two, year yeah. three, we won four, and five, when they, and six. Yeah, yeah, when they put you in that category, you go like, okay, I have to up my game. Like, I mean, you know, for sure. Like, other than the category, yeah. Um, just from one event to the other like forget the awards and everything just from one event to the other mm. when you see the growth of people um, or when you're meeting new people so you think about oh my god the next time like it needs to be bigger we need to give these people mm. more mm. than what they see right now so it's definitely like a challenge between ourselves and uh, by the way and it that, is challenging <laughs> that idea of needing to give more every single time that has caused some tension within the team members because we were always pushing each other mm -hmm. like, oh, no, no, that's not enough. You know, you show up at a status meeting. Okay, I have one, two, three lined up. No, we nope, need more. I need more. Mm. Mm. And that's frustrating. Like In uh, any <laughs> department, in any of the departments, yeah. whether it's the decor department or marketing or booking yeah. or uh, entertainment, like... But it's still, a challenge between ourselves. Mm. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as frustrating as it was, it's needed. You need to have that person that's telling you, "No, that's not enough. You need to push for more." Yeah, and you I'm, do push. At yeah, the end and of the you day. end up you end up actually pushing for more, and you end up doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, like it, it works in that way. Yeah, uh, you always need yeah. that motivation um, to reach something different every that's time. True. So. That's true. Criticism, like constructive criticism. Yeah, if you gotta you know, be open. If, if you, you know, know how to it, take yeah. it, yeah, 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 you should be. Fine. And you have to yeah. know how to take it. To be honest, yeah. uh, when you run something like this and in this industry, you need to really absorb, as he said, uh, constructive criticism. It's really important. Yeah, it's not. Per it's not a personal attack. Is that no, we all we no, all want this to not. be we all want this to be better. And it's not that you're not doing your job. It's just that for us to keep growing and to keep doing exactly. better. We just need more. Exactly. It's not that you're not doing, you're doing a great job. Yeah, just, no. We just need more. Honestly, you really can't take anything personal um, yeah. when, when it comes to this kind of uh, business. Um, nothing personal. Mm. So, no. Yeah. How has, because you guys have been working like last year, background, both of you is like marketing and digital media and social media. How has that played into or how has that helped you guys in like you know doing all the kainuna stuff because i think it's those skills are perfectly like translatable or into you know what you guys do in terms of the advertising and all yeah that kind of, and so the strategy in, yeah yeah so in terms of social media marketing 100 percent. like me and nawar and nawar's brother as well adam all three of us are in marketing in one way or, or another um so 
that definitely helps you know from the creatives to you know the advertisements the storytelling uh, side the, of the things. media side of it the storytelling side of it like everything comes together <laughs> so um, it uh it definitely helped us a lot in the beginning because so we were doing everything ourselves we wouldn't hire anyone and the media side of things in terms of as in like paid media paid media support on social media and whatnot that was entirely handled by me and this was from knowledge that i've taken from my job at omd so if i wasn't there we would have needed to hire someone from the beginning yeah uh i didn't do a great job <laughs> because i was still i was still an amateur i'm uh, like at, at that today like we ended up for season three we ended up hiring this guy who's a specialist and goddamn he's amazing and uh but what helps is that when he speaks to me and explains to me the mm-hmm. strategy at least he's not speaking chinese to me yeah, you understand you know, what's going I on i understand yeah, yeah and and i can help and i can you know give uh, i can improvise and so on and cater it to kainuna's needs cater his proposal to kainuna's needs and uh, yeah honestly no i don't think you did a bad job <laughs> to no, be honest we we no see i don't think you did a bad job at all because we were able to manage to sustain since day one and we're still ongoing now. There's a reason behind that. You know what I mean? I just mean that the money, the the advertising money could have been yeah. spent in better ways. Definitely. I just, But yeah, like I didn't optimize it in the best way possible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Because yeah. again, I was an amateur. Like my, okay, so my day-to-day job, my... I, I'm at a media agency called OMD. I'm in the social media department for uh, for PepsiCo. Yeah. Okay. And I've been there now today like six years, over six years. Uh, at the time, which was 2018, yeah, 18, uh, I was uh, six, like three years in. Yeah. 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 Uh, so... my exposure to like paid media was was very minimal and i used that minimal exposure and just applied it in kenuna yeah. i took some tips here and there from people within the office like i told them i'm doing so and so how would you you know improve this and mm-hmm. so on i didn't get that much help because at the end of the day people aren't really like they have enough going on yeah you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're busy like yeah. bro i got i got deadline like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got, i got back uh, to but uh, it was enough like it was definitely tough to juggle your actual job with kainuna okay um i just felt lucky that i was in an agency with you know my manager basically who was very supportive Um, of like the side business that we, I was doing, Kainuna. So literally I would take days off before Kainuna and he knows that I'm taking days off because of this. You know what I mean? And I was just lucky enough that he didn't say anything about it, but he knew. Yeah. But that was needed, you know? So Same here. Exactly. So the understanding that was there, we're just very lucky and grateful for. But honestly, it's so difficult to juggle nine to six job And then Kainuna. Yeah, these are demanding jobs, by the way. They they don't. It's not nine to six. It's if sometimes it could be nine to nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's know? the funny thing because Kainuna is also not nine to six. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, sometimes you'd think, okay, I'll do this after work, after six p.m. But no, 
people are working during the same time that you're working, you know? So how do you, sometimes like my lunch breaks were just K-Nuna. dealing with K-Nuna. Yeah. In the office, I'm taking my lunch break, but I'm doing K-Nuna work, you yeah. know? So it, it was very tough at the moment. But like now, since November, like I'm just freelancing. So I was so happy to take more time to give to K-Nuna until this whole COVID-19 thing just happened. But uh, yeah, basically. If you could go back, you guys, <clears throat> well done to have made it what it is with, you know, you guys have, you and the team, you know, having like full-time jobs and stuff. But yeah. do you think like for someone who's starting out, like wanting to start out, do you think it needs like 100% full-time of your, commitment? Yeah, 100% of your time commitment uh, for it to be, for, to, to give it the best chance for it to be successful or maybe to get that quote unquote success faster? What would you guys say to that? Depends. Depends on the nature of the event. If you want to do a music festival that's just once a year, then no. Mm. Like, mm. You, you can have a job. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, if you want a weekly event, no Impossible. way. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> no you way. Need, uh, that's a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. Even monthly event, that's a full-time job. Uh, but in our case, it was bi-monthly and only within like six months of the year. Yeah, you know, know the weather's good. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. During the season, yeah. But the thing is, in the beginning, we started with a lot of events in one season. And then season two and three went down to four events, four festivals mm-hmm. per season. And that just made more sense because it makes more sense with, you know, how much we can offer, uh, how much more we can offer to, you know, less uh, number of festivals. You just make it bigger. You You actually have time to plan something mm. bigger for everyone makes yeah. it more exclusive gives you more time to add more things yeah. to the events gives you uh gives us enough time to handle the day-to-day jobs as well uh and uh it just makes more sense like uh, otherwise it just gets repetitive like if you make it every month november december jan feb march april it's not that special you you want to miss it yeah yeah yeah, exactly you need to you miss it and you need to create like this again i would say like fomo (laughs) (laughs) kind of vibe you know um so it just worked out best for us yeah Uh, what like for you guys how do you define i guess the success of an event is it purely on like ticket sales or in europe for you guys personally there's more more things that go into determining like whether it's a success or not the general, as we were talking about, the feeling. Feel, you know, oh, what you were just talk, yeah. the feeling. Okay. So if if I if if you managed to make people happy in your event, it was a successful event. Mm. That's one side. But let's say let's say your numbers weren't that great. Your like number of attendees weren't weren't that much. Uh, if okay, so if that w- if that's the case and. But at the same time, everyone was super happy and super like complimentary and kept telling you they can't wait for the next one, so on and so forth. If at the same time you m- mishandled your finances, mm-hmm. then that's a problem. Mm. So, okay, sure, you didn't sell many tickets, but did you overspend somewhere? Did you spend needlessly where you you know, could have avoided these things you need to take into account is uh, but i would say if if you if if you manage to create a happy environment 
and uh, you're looking to do another one, you should. Mm -hmm. But just make sure that you handle your money correctly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And yeah, keep learning from whatever mistakes that you've done. Yeah, like for me, again, I would go back to it. I'm a very people-oriented kind of person, you know. So as Noir said, for me, the success is literally just seeing everyone happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, of course, there's ticket sales, there's uh, bar sales, there's everything else that comes into they'll it. They'll come. But exactly, mm. they'll come because you you see the happy people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And who doesn't want to be in a good environment, in a happy environment? Yeah. You made them happy, they'll come again, they'll tell their friends the that's next That's all time. I care about, yes. you know? Yeah, yeah. that's all the, I care about. The value. So it sounds like the value of that experience, mm -hmm. that memory, that time you had is going to, in the long term, is going to carry so much more weight than mm -hmm. okay we didn't hit the exact numbers that we wanted yep. from like ticket sales at this event yep yeah like even with me like personally for example if i'm to spend my money on something i always go to you know spending on experience rather than you know yeah something, items, I'll, you know, something, something i'll be talking tangible, about for years yeah you know yeah. i would always spend on experience and you know, that's my personal value and I'm sure that's reflected at Kainona as well. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys, um, what's the vision for Kainona the next few years? What are you guys, what are the hopes, what are the dreams? And we had some big plans. Very big plans for the, this summer. COVID-19. Yes, actually very big plans for the summer, but everything obviously is not happening right now, but for it's sure. It's on hold. It's on hold, yeah. Um, thing is we were in talks with certain people yeah uh to, i'll just say this one bit which is we had something going on for abu Dhabi. oh okay and something big. it was huge Very big. and it was in collaboration with several other entities and it was supposed to happen in november november yeah yeah but we don't know. I, I mean, it's no, no. It's on hold for sure. Mm -hmm. It'll probably happen next year. It's just hard to sustain that relationship. Like, okay, fine. They they liked what they heard. They were in on it. But, I mean, how do you know that they won't meet others along the way, that offer something better or offer something different, or they change their minds? Or you you know, like now it's too early to talk to them because they they don't have any answers. Nor do we. Everything is unpredictable now, but yeah. like, for example, uh, we get contacted by people from outside in different countries who want to bring Kainuna um, yeah, to their countries, basically. We, we were so exporting we had, Kainuna. We had big plans yeah. for that, but again, everything is on hold. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know what that the future That can still happen, bring. though. That it can could, still depending happen. on, you know, the restrictions in certain countries. Yeah. Um, now the countries where that we were looking into, I'm not going to mention what, uh, which ones, but you know, their situation, coronavirus speaking, is not that significant. Mm, yeah. So I yeah. think it'll be resolved faster than yeah. say here or, or the other, US. yeah, other places, yeah. Uh, so we might get lucky there, but then again, these things rely on tourism. Of yes. Course. They rely on people flying in actually that from here like to there from other countries to there uh yeah now that's kind of on hold plans 
I think we're going to continue running the same way we're running whenever things pick up again. Like you have your standard Kainuna events that happen on a regular basis at Jumeirah Creekside Hotel. There will be other ventures. I would expect something in Abu Dhabi. I would also expect something in Fujairah. Uh, I would expect other Kainuna um, uh, to happen in other countries. Uh, but slowly. Yeah. slowly. It'll yeah. have to move slowly. Unfortunately, uh, now things have to move slowly. Yeah. Um, otherwise, to be honest, uh, like there was so much good coming yeah. your way and everyone's way. You know, so I don't know. I think this time, like you said, even though it has slowed down, things definitely have slowed down. Yeah. And, you know, things that might have happened might not happen. But I think this time has, especially because from the sound of it, we want to take Kainuna global, don't we, guys? Yeah. yeah. We want to yes. take it around the world. Be like, yo, I went to Kainuna in Barcelona. It yeah. was sick. That's, oh what I, that's what we want to hear. Barcelona is one of my favorite places <laughs> in the world. That's what I we want to hear in a couple of years. I yeah, wish yeah. Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. We'll get it. We'll figure it out, guys. We'll yeah. figure it out. Um, but yeah, this time, I think, even though nothing's happening now, it's probably the best time to be ref- if, like planning that vision. Now is a great time to be thinking about, okay, where do we want to be in like the next few years? Where, what maybe cities, what, you know, all those kind of things. The thing is, like for me personally, as yeah. a vision, what I see is after all this hecticness that's happening, people are in lockdown, people are, I mean, they're giving people the freedom to move around, but people are actually scared personally. So they're deciding to lock themselves in, quarantine themselves at home, you know. So after all this time, once everything opens up, I think the best thing to do is, you know, Run Kainuna, as he said, here. Yeah, back to Before basics. thinking about yeah. global. Yeah. That's good you know, yeah. so people, honestly, people are even going through depression now and anxiety and all this stuff. So you want to give them something here first, you know, something they would actually go and enjoy, have a good time. And then we can consider going outside because yeah. we originated here. Yeah. And, you know, this is home. And exactly. This is home. We're both uh, born and raised here. Um, Kainuna is a homegrown business you know so you want to give something to the people here before you know mm-hmm. you think about yeah. others yeah i respect that a lot you yeah. know give it give back to the people who made it to what it is exactly now. It exactly people now. who loved us from the beginning and who still love us uh, from the beginning from the beginning the only thing that we're r- doing in this time actually we were doing it before coronavirus even happened is uh, i mean it's n- nothing big but like we're running we have these uh we have a podcast series on our soundcloud channel uh called kainuniat from oh, i've seen i've seen yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. yeah yeah uh it's just a series of different podcasts from djs like regional artists mainly local yeah but we try to get regional as much as possible regional mm-hmm. as in people like from lebanon people from egypt people from saudi yeah etc and uh, yeah, but just audio though, no yeah, yeah. no video, no yeah, live yeah. streams, none of mm-hmm. that. Uh, we were doing that before COVID-19. Yeah, um, but, but now we we're trying to be more active on it. Actually, we're inviting people to send us uh, yeah. their sets, basically. To release? 
and for us to release it to give them it was literally it was like Kainunayat was created for local and regional artists that that was it yeah I mean, we might here and there throw in an international just for, you know, yeah. numbers sake or something along yeah. these lines. But the primary focus is local artists. Local mm-hmm. artists. Okay. Yeah. Which is something that I feel like is is missing in Dubai. They're not represented enough. No, they're, they're not. They're looked at as extras or looked at as just, yeah, you're just an opening act before I get the main act who's coming from Germany or the US or Madrishu. Uh yeah, people here, they need this platform to, you know, show their work. Um, that's why, again, I would go back to the Art Hub idea, you know. People have so much talents. Like, the kinds of talents that I'm seeing now, I've actually never seen before. And I'm born and raised in Dubai, you know. So, it just feels good to, you know, help people out. Yeah. Hope it helps. Hope it helps. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Guys. This has been so much fun. <laughs> I had a really, really great time. Um, Likewise. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. Uh, thank you guys for your time. Thank you for coming on the show. Congratulations once thank again. You. Thank you. To get thank you to you where you well. are. It's amazing. You should be so proud. I'm so proud of you guys. Any last message that you want people to go home with? Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Gotta keep going. Gotta keep going. Talar, well, anything yeah, to add? Basically. Mm. No, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, guys. Keep going. You keep going. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see you all at the next Kenuna when things go back to normal. Can't wait for that. And also check out Kenuna Yat, their podcast series, and listen to new artists and stuff. And as always, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you it. so much. Thank you for coming on again. And as always, I hope it helps. Peace. <laughs>